Real Presence Live. Religion has understood things about the way humans function long before science was able to prove anything. Local. It's always important for all of us to kind of look externally and say, what about these family? They are just like the Holy Family. They're experiencing the same persecution. Engaging. Jesus wants to be with us. I always think of that as at the heart of the Eucharist. And on the road, live from St. Joseph's Parish in Williston, North Dakota, only on the RPR Network. Today's broadcast of Real Presence Live on the Road in Williston is brought to you in part by Dwight Richter Insurance Agency of Williston and by American State Bank and Trust Company in Williston. Good morning, everybody. It's Real Presence Live on the Road. Steve Splonskowski here together with Brandon Clark. And we're excited to be with you this morning here. We're coming to you live from St. Joseph's Church in Williston. Before we get too far down the road, we want to, well, we're on the road, but before we get any further... (laughs) Steve here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Unipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. Catholic listeners, it's probably the, the majority of you that are that are listening and calling in and, and giving. We appreciate that so much. And uh, and it's just an opportunity to continue to grow, you know, to continue to grow in your faith. We know our faith isn't isn't limited to what you know in your head, but what you know in your head does help move your heart. And Catholic Radio is a great opportunity to engage in the faith, to learn more, to learn more about doctrine, to learn more about the gospel, to learn more about the scriptures and those essential elements of our faith. I also know that Catholic Radio really helps to reach people who would never darken the doors of a Catholic church, who, mm. who don't know, who don't have a, a relationship with the church, and yet, you know, through whatever reasons, God's providence, they find themselves listening to this radio station. And uh, and I and I personally know that that's, that's been the source, or that's helped many people on the way to conversion and deeper faith in Jesus Christ and, and the life of the church and the sacraments. So... Epiphany Catholic Church in Watford City presents Fire It Up, a 2 Tim 4 Ministries retreat for all ages on March 29th and 30th at the Watford City Rough Rider Center. Engaging and inspiring talks for all ages and stages of life. Powerful worship music, adoration, reconciliation, and prayer ministry, and special tracks for kids ages 6 to 10, and a preschool track for kids 3 to 5 years old with lots of fun and games. For more information and to register, go to wcepiphany.com today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the road, coming to you from St. Joseph's Parish in Williston, North Dakota. If you're in the area, we invite you to stop by and visit and to grab a treat and beverage. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, everybody. It's Real Presence Live on the road, and we're coming to you live from St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Williston, and I'm here together with... Brandon Clark. Thanks for joining us, everybody. But before we get too far down the road, we're going to head over to the sixth grade students here from St. Joseph's School. Good morning, everybody. 
I wasn't as energetic. Well, we'll, 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 well let's go into the prayer, uh, everybody, and uh, let's get this started off right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. That was wonderful, beautiful. Thank you for sharing with us in, in prayer. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> All right, and they're going to head out. So that was the sixth graders right here from St. Joseph's School. And we're coming to you live on the road. Steve Splonskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio, along with Brandon Clark, who is our Programming Director. And we're excited to be here with you for the next two hours on Real Presence Live. So don't go anywhere. And if you're in the area in Williston here, we've got some cookies and some coffee and some hot chocolate. So come down and drink that. Otherwise, Mike Kudrowski is going to eat all the cookies and drink all the cookies <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> no, he won't. Uh, Kathy, I promise he won't. Right. So, and we're, we're sitting right next this morning. To our, we actually do need to do a rundown this morning. Um, we do, so, yeah. So, Gregory, can you let us know what's coming up? I sure can. So, coming up this morning, every marriage blessed in the Catholic Church is perfect, right? Well, not so much. The reality is that many couples are struggling in their marriage, but as Father Russell Kovash and Tara Brooke will share, there is help and healing available if couples are willing to take the leap. And the world would say that men today are supposed to be in control and be very successful. But that's not what being a true man is all about. What is, what is it all about? One of the keynote speakers at the upcoming Redeemed Men's Conference in the Diocese of Fargo will tell us. And since the Second Vatican Council, our beloved popes have called the faithful to pray for the outpouring of the grace of a new Pentecost. What exactly are we asking for in this prayer? Peter Herbeck of Renewal Ministries will help clarify all this and much more coming up this morning. Thank Excellent. you, Gregory. Mm -hmm. We're excited to continue. And actually, folks, we were going to be outside this morning, but it's just <laughs> way too cold for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a nice idea. But uh, we're sitting inside right now, and, uh, and it's nice and warm here, so uh, we're happy about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, Father, we have Father Kovash here in studio uh, at St. Joseph's Parish, and I think he thought we were a little crazy when we decided that uh, we wanted to try and do the tent outside. <laughs> So, but we decided not to be that crazy, and so we're sitting inside, and right next to Father Russell Kovash, who is the pastor here at St. Williston's, or sorry, St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Williston. Good morning, Father. Good morning, man. How are you? We're good. Thanks for being here with us this morning. Yeah, it's great. Thanks, Thanks for letting for us be Thanks too. for coming out. This is great. Yeah, we're excited. Who needs to go south when it's 72 degrees here in Williston? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. We got our fingers in the, t or our, our toes in the sand. Yes. And uh, so thanks for being here, Father. We're great to, excited to be here. And also with us on this hour, or this, for this 20-minute uh, segment here, is Tara Brooke uh, via phone. Tara, yes. how are you this morning? I'm good. Good morning. How are you guys? We're excellent. And Tara is the Director of Family Ministry for the Diocese of Bismarck. So, Father and Tara, uh, let's talk a little bit. You know, Gregory mentioned here that every marriage, in you know, every Catholic marriage is a very good thing and is very blessed, and there's no struggles. Is that true, Father? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as beautiful as the sacrament of marriage is, and as beautiful as marriage can be, it, it doesn't go without... Uh, it struggles, huh? It's it's hard work, uh, but a lot of a lot of things that are beautiful and are good and true and are holy, they take a lot of work, and so does so does marriage. 
And really, because of, because of our brokenness and our woundedness and our fallen nature, that's really why we need the grace of God, because we, we can't do this on our own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, Tara, we, we talk about, uh, you know, my wife and I are uh, host couples for a marriage uh, weekend in, in the Fargo area. And on those weekends, we tell to the couples, we say, you know, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. How many people, you raise your hand, how many of you would like, you do, would like to be divorced in the next couple of years? And, and luckily, happily, nobody raises their hand. But if we don't do something different than the rest of society is doing, I think that's where we're going to end up. So, Tara, is there something different that couples can do? Is there something that can make that difference um, in these marriages? So it's so important, and we, we talk about this often with our couples in pre-marriage, that they have kind of this toolbox, but the most important thing that these couples need to do is include God in the marriage. God has to be the center of that marriage, and that's hard for couples to even understand because it's so counter-cultural in today's society. Prayer is so essential. Um, praying separately, but more so praying together and giving couples the tools on how to do that is so important. So, Father, when, when, when married couples come to you and they're struggling, um, and, and, and you, I assume you ask them the question, are you praying together? Are you, where, where is the Lord in your life? Is there, what are, the, are the majority of them praying together when, when they're struggling, or, or what, do you, what do you find? I, w- I would say the majority aren't praying together. They're not praying together. And um, so we, 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 try to, we try to move them towards that direction a lot of people you know you, you talked about it in a in a little clip here right before uh, we started um what it means to be a man <clears throat> and our world is telling us that men can't be you know sensitive and saw that we're we got to be tough and bold and all of this stuff but a lot of men what i see a lot of men are actually really scared to grab their wife's hand and to lead prayer, because they've never done it before. And they're a nervous wreck. And so we try to, we try to get them uh, to move. And um, when I talk to them about the importance of praying together as a couple, I just say, you know what? Let's start really simple. Start simple. Every night before you wrap it up and you go to bed, huh? You know, grab your wife's hand and um, let's just pray in our Father and thank God for one thing that you're grateful for from our day. Start with that. No pressure. So we want to we wanna get them to at least be moving in the right direction. You mentioned that men struggle to pray, Father, uh, and, and just take their wife's hand. Why, why is that? What, what do you think brings about that fear? Well, I think, again, the culture is, I think... I think a lot of men are confused what it means to be a man. Huh? A lot of men are confused that, um, and, and actually we're going to be going over this in the Corazon weekend, and we've done it in the past in the Retrovi weekend, but um, to, to understand when Jesus says, you cannot be my disciple unless you carry your cross, huh? Mm. And, and, and lay down your life. So I think there's great confusion on the nature of sacrificial love, what that means, what that looks like. Our, our world keeps telling men, you got to be in control, powerful, huh? all of that. Um, but I think there's just great, great confusion on 
what sacrificial love is, not just by men, also by also by women, because our culture is powerful, yeah. and it's given it's given us a message that's confusing people. You know, Tara, you you agreed with what Father's saying there, and and we might even say you could even say you said sacrificial love. <laughs> we could even talk about people don't know what love is or sacrifice is. Right. I mean, t- right. Tara, is there is there something there? You know, I think part of that, you know, marriage is, is going to the cross for one another, and, and we talk about that in marriage prep, and we lose focus of that. But the other thing, you know, to, to build on what Father was saying, all of us uh, don't really understand true intimacy, and we don't understand what vulnerability is. And prayer is probably that most vulnerable thing we can do with somebody else because we're opening ourselves up to what we hope is the most intimate relationship we have, and that's, you know, our relationship with Christ. And opening someone else and bringing someone else into that is very hard for couples to do. Uh, and it's, it's hard to let down our guard, especially in a world where we're told we're not supposed to. So, folks, you're listening to Real Presence Live. Steve Sponskowski here and Brandon Clark with Father Russell Kovash and Tara Brooke. And we're talking about the challenge of marriage um, and, and, and why, even, even when uh, we, we may get married in the church, we may do everything right, there's still a struggle. Um, and, and, and we're talking about why is that there. And really what we're saying is the difference is, is Jesus. The difference is, is, is the Lord. When we get married, it's not a marriage of two people. It's a marriage of three people. Right, Father? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think another thing that's really important, and I don't think there's anybody out there who does this intentionally, but I think this just kind of creeps into a, a marriage, into a relationship, kind of subconsciously. But if you think about us human beings, we are always making improvements on things. Huh? We're rotating the tires on the van. We're changing the oil. We're putting new shingles on the house. We're doing landscaping, huh? fertilizing the lawn, updates in the kitchen. We're constantly making home improvements. And, and, I, and I've asked this question when I've preached about marriage and homilies. Folks, when is the last time we've really done something tangible, something tangible to improve our marriage? And a lot of people, when they answer that, just say, wow, we, we haven't done anything for kind of a long time. We've not done a marriage weekend. We've not gone on a, you know, we've not gone to a retreat. We've not, they just haven't done it. Not because they're opposed to doing it the craziness and busyness of life kind of distracts us and we lose kind of sight of those things that are often most important and so i I try to get people to moving what are we going to do to try and make an improvement in our marriage whatever that may be right yeah you know a lot of people go through these struggles and if they don't have a faith Many of them en- end up giving up, right? The divorce rate is is crazy high these days. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live on the road to come from St. Joseph's Parish in Williston on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. 
We will visit some of the missions of St. Junipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. Dwight Richter Insurance Agency is a local State Farm agent in Williston, North Dakota. Dwight Richter Insurance Agency provides auto, home, renters, life, disability insurance, and more. They have a dedicated team of licensed professionals that work hard to serve their customers. To make an appointment, you can call 701-572-1509 or go online, statefarm.com. Dwight Richter Insurance Agency is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Live on the Road on the Real Presence Radio Network. Catholic listeners, it's probably the, the majority of you that are that are listening and calling in and, and giving. We appreciate that so much. And uh, and it's just an opportunity to continue to grow, you know, to continue to grow in your faith. We know our faith isn't isn't limited to what you know in your head, but what you know in your head does help move your heart. And Catholic Radio is a great opportunity to engage in the faith, to learn more, to learn more about doctrine, to learn more about the gospel, to learn more about the scriptures and those essential elements of our faith. I also know that Catholic Radio really helps to reach people who would never darken the doors of a Catholic church, who, mm. who don't know, who don't have a, a relationship with the church, and yet, you know, through whatever reasons, God's providence, they find themselves listening to this radio station. And uh, and I and I personally know that that's, that's been the source, or that's helped many people on the way to conversion and deeper faith in Jesus Christ and, and the life of the church and the sacraments. So... Epiphany Catholic Church in Watford City presents Fire It Up, a 2 Tim 4 Ministries retreat for all ages on March 29th and 30th at the Watford City Rough Rider Center. Engaging and inspiring talks for all ages and stages of life. Powerful worship music, adoration, reconciliation, and prayer ministry, and special tracks for kids ages 6 to 10, and a preschool track for kids 3 to 5 years old with lots of fun and games. For more information and to register, go to wcepiphany.com today. This is Real Presence Live on the Road, where once a month we bring the show to your community. If you're nearby this morning, come visit us at St. Joseph's Parish in Williston. Now, back to more great stories from the local people you know and love. Welcome back to Real Presence Live on the Road. We're coming to you live from St. Joseph's Parish in Williston, North Dakota this morning, both in person and via Facebook Live. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Clark, the Programming Coordinator for Real Presence Radio, here with Steve Sponskowski, the Executive Director. Morning, everybody. So we've been visiting about marriage, and there's an event coming up, Father Kovash, coming up on the weekend of March 29th to 31st. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, so uh, the event that's coming up is called Corazon, and uh, I know many of you probably have heard of, of the marriage weekend called Retrovi. Um, after uh, a couple, three years, uh, uh, Tara, myself, some other uh, couples and individuals who are involved in that marriage weekend, w- we felt like we could provide more. So there were some really good things in Retrovi, but we felt like it was maybe missing a few things. And so we put together our own program. And so this, uh, this weekend, uh, again, called Corazon, is uh, a weekend for couples who are reaching out and say we need some help and uh so we're we're excited this is our first year with this kind of new format so there might be a few little uh, hiccups but 
we're excited because um, we think we have a, a really nice um, uh, weekend for them. <coughs> and we think that Jesus can do great things for these couples who come to them in humility and, uh, and some hope. Excellent. So that event, upcoming event is March 29th through the 31st, and I believe so the Corazon... folks so we're coming to you live from williston and we're visiting with you about this program corazon which is a new program in the bismarck diocese and if you want more information for this event coming up on march 29th through the 31st you can visit uh, the bismarck diocese so it's bismarckdiocese.com forward slash corazon c-o-r-a-z-o-n and father um, some last words on uh, this event that you have coming up that you'd like to uh, some words for folks out there that to encourage them to sign up yeah well I would just say this, uh, a lot of couples who come to me who are struggling, uh, whoever's listening out there thinking, you know what, it's over. Mm -hmm. There's nothing we can do. Actually, that's not accurate. Because Jesus is the God of the universe and nothing is power over him. And um, so we want to let everyone know to never lose hope. All things are possible with God. And so uh, we would love to see you at this Corazon weekend. And um, um, Jesus wants you to not lose hope. All right. So don't lose hope, folks. And sign up at BismarckDiocese.com forward slash Corazon for the March 30, or weekend, 29th through the 31st. We're going to uh, uh, go right into our next interview, folks. So Tara, uh, my, uh, Father uh, Kovash, thank you for being with us. You're welcome. And Tara, you have a great day. You too. See you later. Right. Bye-bye. God bless. So, so folks, we're coming to you live in Williston, and there's still some cookies and some coffee and some hot chocolate here. Uh, Mike hasn't eaten all of it yet, so, <laughs> so uh, join us at uh, St. Joseph's Catholic Church here. We're now going to visit with Sister Brenda, um, who is here in, in the uh, Williston area working with uh, the Hispanic communi community. So good morning, Sister Brenda. How are you today? 
All right, we're going to get her mic turned down so you can hear her, and then uh, we'll visit with her. So, so sister, tell us a little bit about uh, your ministry here in this area. Uh, well, I, um, when we arrived here the first time, uh, we found many needs. First, we met many Hispanics and accompanied them in different ways, listening to them, praying with them, reading scriptures, preparing and celebrating sacraments together. We set up a program for Hispanics, including retreats, women groups, catechesis, sacramental prep, Bible study at homes, counseling, pastoral leadership trainings. We just have reached out, brought people uh, to the church, and therefore we have saved some Hispanic traditions like Posadas, Our Lady Guadalupe Feast, and the May Fiesta. Oh, excellent. Our Lady of Guadalupe, the, the star of the new evangelization. Yes. Yes, awesome. So, so with those, what, what is your Our Lady of Guadalupe feast looks like, Sister? Give us a pin us a picture of what you do uh, on December uh, 12th. Well, that day, uh, there is a, a bilingual mass. Uh, we have a special banquet, uh, dinner for everyone, and we have uh, music. We have uh, dances for in honor to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Definitely is a big feast. Okay, excellent. And, and so, so, Sister, you've been here um, for how many years in Williston? We are almost completing five years. Almost five years, okay. And, and, and so, so what have you seen since, since coming to this area? Um, what do you see has been your biggest, what do you think has been the I biggest impact of your community in the area and the, some, some fun stories that you could share with us? Yes. Um, well, uh, definitely I am convinced that our presence has a big impact because we are wearing our religious dresses, our habits with veil. We remind God's presence among the people I remember an American woman who saw us between tears and laugh. She said, are you a real nun? <laughs> I have never seen a nun in my whole life. Thank you for being a sisters. You know, we, it was in Stanley. We tried to visit a father in Stanley, but we couldn't find him. And Our first group of first communions was 31 Hispanic students. This year we have 20 first communicants and 14 confirmation students oh. in just our Spanish program. Awesome, awesome. Hold on one second here. So We're, we're good. Oh, okay, great. I, I heard some music in, in my headset, so I thought we had, uh, had dropped there. So we're having a f some, con some connection issues, folks, but uh, we're sticking with you. Sometimes when you go on the road, the uh, technology fails so i <laughs> keep praying for us <laughs> we're going to keep coming to you here live from williston so sister you 
the, the growth of, of the classes, um, the impact on the people in the local area, and, and, and hearing them say, you know, are you a real sister? And it's, yes. just, it's a very exciting. I, I know that um, we've heard so many people talk about how much they love having you here. Now, now, tell me, is this true? I heard a story that sometimes you do some greeting at Walmart even. You stand out and greet people coming into Walmart. Is that also true? Yeah, it is true. Uh, because, you know, Walmart is in Williston is the place where everyone... Um, can uh, see everyone have to go to the Walmart for groceries for uh, different uh, things. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why Walmart was our first point to evangelize and to reach out to people. Right. Well, you know that's the thing. Christ went where the people was at. You know where the people were at, and that's where where you're going right now. You're looking to, for yes. His people. Yes. I'm um, looking for those uh, those ones who are looking for Him and, and bringing Him back. So that that's awesome. Thanks thanks for doing that. Uh, so we're visiting right now with Sister Brenda in the Williston area, and, and they came into this area about five years ago yes. and, uh, to start working with the Hispanic population here. Um, you also have a, a Spanish Mass on, on the weekends, correct? Yes, correct. All right. And there's about, I, I was talking to Father Kovacs earlier, there's about 100 people yes, um, at, yes. that, at that Mass. And, and so uh, and we were visiting with the, with the priest here, I think a great uh, sacrifice of the local priest. They don't, they're not obviously native speakers of the Spanish language, but they're having you translate their homilies for them. And, yes. and having you help, uh, having you help them understand um, how to say the words correctly for the yes. mass, um, which which is a good thing. So so thank you for that. Thank you for your, yeah. your service there. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, impact on you. So you, the local community, uh, you're, you're seeing that there's an impact there. How has this? How have you grown um, in in your life, your spiritual life, because of the impact of the people you're serving? At? Yeah. Uh, Thank you for that question. Is um, is the impact for me? Um, there is a big impact mm -hmm. uh, because the environment at the church helped me a lot to grow, to grow more in my faith, um, in my answer to God as a sister, and I love it. I love it. My church. I love it. Diocese of Bismarck. Mm -hmm. I love it. My my pastors. And it really, this experience feed and nourish my soul in many ways. Mm -hmm. And thank you for asking that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, the, the Lord is, he is a good God. And, yeah. and, and when we give, he gives back abundantly. And so I, yes. I, can even, I can even tell that in your answer, a little emotion there, um, and which is beautiful, sister. So thank you for your gift to the church and for being here um, and, and for your service to the, the people of the Williston area. All right, folks, we're coming to you live. This is Real Presence Live on the road. We just visited with Sister Brenda, and uh, she's working with Hispanic ministry in this area. Did you have one more thing? Yeah, sister has one more thing she'd like to say, so, so go ahead, our Sister. Yes, I, I believe, I am convinced that God is living, reigning, and working in North Dakota, in our uh, lovely Diocese of Bismarck, in our uh, great parish, Parish uh, St. Joseph. I have been in contact with people who had to move to another city for different reasons. They really miss our church, our pastors, and our environment. They tell us, I would like to find a church like St. Joseph, but I can't. That's why I can say that God is really living, training, and working hard in our diocese. Uh, my religious community is so blessed to take part in this beautiful faith adventure and doubly, doubly blessed to have the opportunity to evangelize and accompany the Hispanic community. Awesome. Thank you, Thank Sister Thank you so Brown. much, Sister.
All right, folks, this is Real Presence Live on the road, and we're going to kick a I quick I think break, are we here? We're, we're going to go right into oh, uh, straight, straight talk. talk. Yep. I'm sorry. So we'll bring Father Kovash back there over here. I'm the amateur here, folks, so Brandon kind of keeps me on the straight and narrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that sound uh, lets you know that this is our segment called Straight Talk, and Father Kovash is going to come back and join us for this. You can call in at 877 seven nine five zero one two two the point of straight talk is to give you the opportunity to call in with your questions um and i believe i don't think i don't think father kovash is scared of anything so you i think <laughs> you can call in about anything you want to a question and uh and you'll get our call screener and they will take your question and get you on the air so that phone number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two you're not scared right father not yet there you go <laughs> you heard it straight from him it's, uh, I, I think, uh, going back to our conversation a little bit earlier, Father, uh, we were talking about what it really means to be a man. Um, I think uh, not being scared to pray is one of the things. And if you want to say being manly is not being scared, that's great. No fear, but no fear of prayer. Um, no fear of showing that you have a relationship with the Lord God and that he is the master of your life. I think no fear, that would be a good thing yeah, for us Yeah, that'd be all. a beautiful thing. I, uh, speaking of prayer, Steve, so... I've been a priest almost 10 years now, <clears throat> and one of the things that I hear more and more often from good, holy, faithful people is, you know, Father, I, I, I pray, but I, I don't really know if I know how to pray right. And, uh, so um, after hearing that quite a few times, I decided, and we're going to do it in March, I'm giving three uh, kind of Lenten talks. Uh, and the first one is going to be on prayer, uh, particularly... Uh, um, kind of a, a formula to, to really have relational um, prayer w with the Lord uh, in this deep friendship. And so I'm really excited about that because a lot of people, I think, are hungering. They want more. They want deeper. And we're going to try and give them that. So uh, I'm excited about that. That's, that's wonderful. I think you're so right, Father, and think that people, I hear that too, where it's like, well, I don't know how to pray. Listen, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. This is a conversation, right? Prayer is a conversation with the Lord. Amen. It's really not that difficult. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's difficult because you can't hear him speaking back to you, right? So we have to learn to hear the Absolutely. Lord. Absolutely. And that's, I think, uh, that's the other yeah. piece that we need to work on. Sure. So, folks, anything you want to talk about, 877 This is our segment, Straight Talk. Father Russell Kovash here in the Williston area, pastor at St. Joseph's Catholic Church, is here to answer any question you got. 877-795-0122. And uh, we're also streaming uh, this morning on Facebook Live. So if you'd like to post your question there, we'll make sure that we get it over to Father Kovash. 877-795-0122. Father, as we begin, we obviously are in Williston, North Dakota, the oil patch. One of the things that uh, I thought we could talk about is just this idea of ministering in the oil fields. And, and what is that like? You said you came here in 2012 in the midst of the boom. Uh, and so what has that been like over the past seven now, eight years uh, in that time? Well, it's, uh, it's been unique, but it's been really beautiful. Um, um, the amount of people that the Lord God is sending to this area from all over the world <laughs> provides really extraordinary opportunities for us to, to minister and to evangelize. And so that's really exciting. If you come to our Saturday night or Sunday uh, a mass, you are going to see our parish is colorful, and it's beautiful, huh? 
There's people from all kinds of countries here, huh? The univer- uh, universality of Catholicism. And so, so it's been really great because all of these people are coming here to work, and we get an opportunity to bring Jesus to them, which is really beautiful. I, I would say one of the things that's very unique is because of the ebb and flow of, of oil in terms of price and so on, huh? That you just got a lot of people moving in, and if things slow down, they might move. So they're here for five months, and then you never see them again. Mm-hmm. So while they're here, we're just trying to bring them the Lord as best as we can and uh, minister to them. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great uh, joy that I've been able to be here, a great blessing for me. This is uh, a great uh, all three parishes, huh? Trent and Granora, and here, uh, it's been wonderful. And all of the the people that um, are in this area, it's been a great gift to me to minister to them. You know, Father, we were at, so, so folks. If you want to call in for a question here, we're we're just going to keep talking until you call in with a question. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. You can also send us a question via Facebook. Or and, and Brandon's got a, a in in uh, in house question. So let's, if you're let's in the area, you can stop by and ask a <laughs> question. So, so too. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, somebody come over here and ask us a question right now, Father. Yes. So, so is this? Oh, we're, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna talk on this mic, mic here. here. There Just you go. Hold it right there. One sec. Okay, let hold me on get one sec. Let, let Brandon get it turned on. And okay, so we've got an in-house question, <laughs> folks. You can even come down and eat a cookie while you ask a question, but you got to stop chewing before you ask the question, right? <laughs> right. That's what mom would say, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead with your question. Why do they use the smoke at adoration? Why do they use the smoke at adoration? Oh, so wow. incense. Why do they use Beautiful. incense at adoration? That's a great question. So, so our incense is not only used at adoration; it's used at funerals, at funeral masses, huh? So a variety of reasons. As we see the smoke, huh? If we see the smoke rising, huh? That is uh, um, uh, letting our hearts kind of know that our prayers that we bring to God also rise up to God, huh? Also, there's something mysterious about smoke, huh? Something mysterious about smoke, and so this whole notion of mystery. Huh? Uh, during adoration, had that the God of the universe is in our midst, uh, particularly in the in the Eucharist, it looks like bread and and tastes like bread and smells like bread, but we know it's the God of the universe. That's a great mystery. So, so I would say two things: the uh, the the smoke that arises is this beautiful sense of mystery with God, huh? but also our prayers rising up to God. That's a great question. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, we do have, uh, looks like we're screening a phone caller at the moment, so we'll give out the number 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. This is Straight Talk. It's your opportunity to ask a question for Father Kovash, and we've got a few students here from St. Joseph's School who are asking their questions, so we will have uh, the next uh, little girl on to ask her question. Why is talking behind the blind in confession an option? So the question is, uh, so when we go to confession, we have two options. Huh? Uh, we can either sit across from the priest face to face, or you can sit behind a screen where one is anonymous, meaning that the priest doesn't see you but just hears you. So um, the, the church gives us a couple of options, dear. Huh? And so for those who don't feel comfortable sitting across from the priest, and looking at him face to face, the church has uh, always given us this option of being behind the screen, uh, which 
some people are just more comfortable with. And uh, that is a very valid option. We can still come to Jesus there, confess our sins. Um, and so uh, that, that's why. Excellent. Thanks for that question. We have one more question here from a young man. And then we do have a couple phone callers to go to. He's getting all set up. And uh, what's your question? Why is drinking the blood of Christ an option? <laughs> well, it's an option. First of all, Jesus commands us, huh? He commands us huh, to, to eat his flesh and drink his blood. So um, at every Mass, huh, we, we have that option, certainly to come forward if we're in a state of grace to receive Jesus. So um, years ago, there was, uh, for the most part, I think, uh, when people would come up for communion, they would just receive the body. But now uh, at most parishes, particularly on weekends, uh, the blood is also available. And it's just kind of maybe a, a little more complete sign of receiving uh, not only Jesus' body, but also his blood. But we should also remember this. Because we are receiving the glorified, risen Jesus Christ, if we receive even one speck of his body or just one drop of his blood, we've received all of God that we need to receive. So it's not about quantity at all. It's just the fact that we're receiving him. Even if it's a speck of the body or a drop of the blood, when we consume that, Jesus is in us. God is in us and we have communion with him. Excellent. Thanks so much for your questions. Uh, we had three students here from St. Joseph's School in Williston ask a couple of questions. And 877-795-0122 is the number. 877-795-0122. We're also streaming on Facebook Live, so you can submit your question there. Uh, we wave do have at the our camera phone. <laughs> yes, we can wave at the camera. <laughs> uh, we do have our first phone caller of the morning, Father. Beautiful. We have Mark Campbell from Epiphany <laughs> Parish in Watford City, which is just down the road. I know this gentleman. <laughs> Mark, good morning. Good morning. And I, what is your question Father, for my, Father? My, uh, my question is, uh, first of all, why do priests pray the Liturgy of the Hours daily? And how is this, or is this a tool that can be used as evangelism in the family? That's a great question. Th thanks, Mark. That's uh, an awesome question, actually. Why do us priests uh, pray uh, the liturgy, the hours? So for those of you who, are, who might not be familiar with what the liturgy, the hours is, is when we become priests, we make a promise huh, out, out, of, uh, out of love for Jesus and his bride, the church, that we are going to always pray huh, for the church, for the bride of Christ. And so... That promise that we make as priests is that five different periods uh, throughout the day, we, we are very intentional about praying for the church. Um, and so um, we do this out of love for church. If, we're gonna, if we want to be like Jesus, laying, our, laying down our lives out of love for his bride, the church, uh, and, and priests are in persona Christi, huh, in the person of Christ, we are going to want to uh, pray for the church and lift her up uh, in prayer out of love. Um, I think the second part of your question, Mark, was can, can this be used 
Um, did you say something about the family? Could you reiterate that again? As the band, I just as um, can this be used as evangelism in your family? I meant praying it as a family. Sure, how can absolutely. we use to evangelize others? That's what yeah, my it's a, it, well, it's a it's a beautiful tool, and because it's prayer, um, certainly families uh, could uh, share and. Um, uh, have as a tradition in their family to pray. So the five the five hours of prayer are called the office of the readings, then morning prayer, then daytime prayer, then evening prayer, and then night prayer. So I, I do know some individuals uh, who uh, do pray some of those hours, maybe like an evening prayer together, uh, or maybe a husband and wife who might pray morning prayer together. So... Um, what a beautiful what a beautiful thing to do within a family to pray the pray together any kind of prayer but um the the liturgy the hours um if you're doing this not only as a couple uh but also you get your kids around and you have them participate oh what a beautiful beautiful foundation you're laying for your children to not only teach them uh how to pray huh but to to make time for God daily so um I think it could be an awesome tool for families, um, and that would uh, that would be something if, if if families undertook that, that I think would really change families. So it's a beautiful gift. Thank you, Mark, for that question. Thank you, and Mark. Yes. I wanted I let you know that uh, my wife and I have seven children, and we play pray morning prayer together every morning, and been doing it for ten years. Awesome. Um, and we started doing it a number of years ago. As as our my children started to get into the teenage years, I started to get nervous about. Uh, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know how to do this anymore. <laughs> it was easier when they were young and they didn't talk back. Um, and so, uh, I, but in prayer, I asked the Lord, I said, what am I supposed to do here? And he said, in prayer, very clear to me, give them me, give them me, give them Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he, and, and I will take care of it from there. And so from that point on, my wife and I, we just said, we're going to do everything we can to give our children a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. So that when we're not there to answer their questions and deal with the struggles that they're dealing with, they will go to him and get the right answer. Awesome. So that's, that's, that's wisdom right there. Well, that was the Lord. And so, Mark, <laughs> I, I highly encourage uh, morning prayer with the family is beautiful um, and, and it, I really think has changed our family life. So, so thanks for your questions. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number to call. This is Straight Talk. It's your opportunity to call in with questions or comments on topics of the faith or anything that you'd like to talk about. Also streaming on Facebook Live, so you can submit a question there. Or since we are here at St. Joseph Parish, like we've had a few students do, you can come in, have a cookie and a beverage, and uh, ask your question. Uh, we do have another question here. Uh, Celia from Bismarck wants to know, Father... Will the sisters extend their time in North Dakota? <laughs> they are doing such great work in Dickinson. I've been in Bismarck 25 years in the Hispanic community. Has such a great need for it here. I especially love the Our Lady of Guadalupe celebration. Yeah, that's a great question, Celia. So um, I would say at this stage, huh, um, it's looking uh, very likely that the sisters are going back to Mexico. So... Um, uh, for those of you who don't know uh, the, the circumstances around our sisters coming to our diocese uh, and, and to Williston, so the reason we were able to get them is Catholic Extension Society, five, uh, about six years ago, uh, decided to give away 10 grants. 
um, where they would bring religious sisters in to areas uh, of the country uh, that they felt were missionary territory. And with our crazy oil boom, they saw a great need for this. And so by the grace of God, we were blessed to get our, our sisters to come to Williston. So the agreement is that they're here for five years. And during this five years, the sisters, along with myself and uh, my staff, um, we then get people, lay leaders, lay leaders in place uh, to eventually take over when the sisters get called back. So um, while it's not etched in stone yet, I would say right now it is very likely mm-hmm. that probably sometime this summer the sisters are going to go back um, to their congregation and bring everything that they have learned. They've been through a lot of school in the last five years. They've, they've been in San Antonio and Chicago and in Rome taking classes. They now get to bring they now, to get, they now get to bring all of this back to their congregation in Mexico. And then hopefully that provides a lot of fruit. So um, while it's not etched in stone, it looks highly likely that they are going to leave us. That's going to be a sad day, I'm just telling you. It's yeah. going to be a tough day here in Williston because these sisters are so lovely and they're holy and they love Jesus. And they have done such awesome work and they have reached people that there's no way on God's green earth I would have ever reached. And so the, the fruit that, uh, of their good works is very evident. Um, um, if, if the good Lord does call our sisters back to Mexico, we trust that um, these uh, good lay leaders are going to carry on the wonderful work of, uh, of the sisters. Because there's a great need uh, for Hispanic ministry not just in Williston, but in our diocese and other places around the country as well. Thalia, thanks so much for that question. 877-795-0122 is the number if you'd like to join the conversation on Straight Talk, like Celia did and like Mark did earlier when we had some students here. Uh, but we also have the opportunity to send in a question on Facebook, and we have one of those uh, questions. Katie on Facebook says, Father Kovash, how do you think the Curcio movement can help revitalize the church? And why should people attend a Curcio weekend? Ooh, love that question. So what is a Curcio, first that of all? Beautiful. So what is a Curcio? It's a little mini uh, retreat. Mm-hmm. It's a little mini retreat. So um, again, in my almost 10 years of being a priest, I have been fortunate enough. I think I've been the, the priest on... Mm, the women's weekends, I think uh, two times, maybe three, and also once or twice for the men's weekend. So our, rich, our Curcio is in Dickinson. Actually, it starts, the men's weekend starts tomorrow. Okay. Um, and then a couple of weeks after that is the women's. I will say this, as being, uh, uh, as being the, the, the priest on the weekend uh, in at least three or four uh, Curcios in my 10 years, the Diocese of Bismarck has a terrific curcio, terrific curcio. And um, what a great opportunity, what a great opportunity for folks, huh? If you want to if you wanna grow, huh? You want to go deeper. You want more. You want more Jesus. You want more Jesus. What a great opportunity to come to a curcio and get more Jesus. Um, so... Um, 
I would just encourage, I know the men's uh, Curcio starts tomorrow. I have no idea what their numbers are, if they have room, but I'm guessing they might. Uh, if there's anybody out there that's still on the fence, I'm guessing if you really wanted to go, you probably could make it happen. Um, so Curcio is this little mini retreat where we step away from the, the busyness and uh, the normal activity of our lives. And we just say, Jesus, here, you got me for three days. I'm all yours. Speak to my heart. Help me receive anything you want me to receive. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Katie, for that Facebook question. You can submit a question on Facebook or you can call in at 877-795-0122. I will tell you guys, you don't even have to be from the Midwest to call in with a question. You can listen online. You can listen on our app. And I would guess that's exactly what Michelle is doing from San Antonio, Texas. Wow. She is wondering, because she was listening at the beginning of this uh, segment, if your Lenten talks are going to be available <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, and she's actually on the phone. I, I apologize about that. Michelle, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Father Kovash. How are you? <laughs> My friend, Michelle, I'm doing really well. How are you, dear? I am wonderful. Thank you. I was wondering if you're going to um, have your Lenten talks available on your podcast. That that's going to be our plan. Yes. Uh, oh, good. Uh, hopefully, I, I don't screw up anything with technology. Uh, but hopefully, uh, they'll <laughs> be recorded, and that uh, they will indeed. Uh, we're hoping to have them uh, on our website and uh, on our Facebook page as well. So, Michelle, Excellent. since we have you on, since we have you on the phone, what do you love most about uh, uh, Father Kovash's uh, Lenten talks? Uh, what stands out to you? I mean, you're, you're looking forward to these. Oh, I've times. never, like, I, uh, we moved up there when the boom was happening, and we were there for about a year. My husband became Catholic, uh, mm-hmm. started RCI up there with Father. Uh, so we just, he has a very special place in our heart, um, but it's not so much anything special. I just enjoy listening to him and his wisdom. Oh, awesome. Well, it's a great relationship and Father here. It's a, it, how does this, when you, you talk about how when, Christ talks about when you give up as a priest, you give up family, home, children, but then you, you get to have these relationships. And these are, I mean, kind of Michelle is kind of like a, a spiritual child, yes? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when people say you give up, actually what you do is it's not, a family's not given, it just, it's changed. Huh? Um, so we still have a family. Mm-hmm. It's just a little different family than uh, prior to me being in seminary and prior to being a priest. So, yeah, we, we got all of these uh, beautiful uh, folks who um, um, are part of the church. And uh, what, a, what a, you know, as I mentioned earlier, what a blessing in my uh, years of being a priest, wherever I've been, this is my third assignment, of all of the good people of God who, who love the church, who love the priesthood, and uh, who pray for us priests, and, uh, and we need that. And so... Uh, People of God are a great blessing to us. Great blessing. Well, thanks, Michelle, for calling in. Uh, and uh, I, I bet you it's warmer there than it is here. Huh? <laughs> it is already yuck. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh, even tell, tell us. We don't even want to know. <laughs> no, you really don't. But uh, <laughs> anyway, tell everybody at the church and the school that we miss them. Okay, God bless, Michelle. Bye-bye. Love you, Father. Love right. you, too. All right, I think we got a few more seconds here. If you want to call in at 877-795-0122 or text uh, te- or, uh, uh, Facebook your question in for Father Kovash. Um, 
you know, last night, Father, we had you had expri- ex, uh, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament going on, and uh, I, how long have you had that going on at the parish here? Um, long before I got here, so um, it's been going on for quite a few years, and uh, great, great gift to uh, the church, great gift to the people of God that they can come, and um, I, I think it's Father Larry Richards that always talks about getting a suntan, mm-hmm. huh? yes. not an S-U-N-10, but an <laughs> S-O-N-10, the more you are with Jesus, the more you're going to be transfigured, the more you just let him do his work, and we're open, and we say yes to him. The more we become like Christ, and that's what we need in the world. It made me think of when we answered the question of one of the young children who asked why we use incense, you know, and that that's kind of a symbolism of our prayers rising to God. And sometimes sitting in adoration, it's just kind of that sense of I'm sitting before the Lord, and our prayers are just, sometimes it's not knowing, you know, people say, well, I don't know what to do with adoration, as you said. I think it was St. Therese who said, I, I sit and look at him and he gazes upon me. There really doesn't have to be anything um, other than just that our prayer rising to God in front of the Blessed Sacrament, yeah, right? it's beautiful. You know, with, you know, God bless technology and all the beautiful things, huh? It allows us to do what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. huh? But with all of the technology, all of the noise, all of the distractions of our world, all the human heart, I am convinced, is longing for some downtime, where there are no distractions, there, are no, there is no noise. And what a beautiful opportunity when, you know, phones are ringing and buzzing and everything under the sun is just coming at us throughout the day that we can just step away from all of that. Step away, we can self-reflect, huh? we can spend time to, G- we can pour out everything on our heart, we can be like brutally honest. Or if we're just out of gas, we can just sit there with him and yeah. let him love us. No, it's true. So if you have adoration going on in your community, you know, you probably get, hear it at Mass once in a while, say we're, we're looking for more people to fill adoration hours, um, or there's adoration, you know, give it a shot. Ste- step up, uh, go and visit with the Lord. You don't, doesn't, you know, maybe don't take a full hour the first time. That might be a little overwhelming, but try 15 minutes, try 30 minutes, 45 minutes. You will find it um, as a, a great opportunity to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Absolutely. Well, we just have a couple minutes left here, Father. Thanks again for being on with us this morning. Any last thoughts that you have uh, for listeners this morning? Well, I, I do want to encourage, uh, obviously I'm guessing a lot of people who are listening are regular listeners, huh? but uh, I, I do really want to encourage folks um, to support Real Presence Radio. Um, again, w- the stories that I hear, the stories that I hear about what Real Presence Radio is doing to human hearts, uh, it's extraordinary. It's extraordinary. I had mentioned that our good sisters are reaching people that I could never have reached. Mm-hmm. Well, in Williston, North Dakota, for example, there's just a lot of people that I'm not going to be able to reach. And a lot of them are driving semis and trucks and pickups for 16 hours a day. And after a while, you get tired of 80s rock. Yes. <laughs> huh? Yes. So Van Halen and, and the cars are good for a while, maybe. But, you know, after a while, you start... You start uh, pressing the seek button, and um, we're giving people Jesus. And the human heart is made for Jesus. And so I just want to encourage listeners, uh, just really want to encourage listeners to keep supporting Real Presence Radio and the incredibly great work they're doing. Well, thank you, Father, and we appreciate the work that you have done, too, to help us bring uh, Catholic Radio to the, uh, the Bakken for the Williston area. Great blessing here to work with you, and uh, we pray that the Lord continues to bless your work 
um, here as, Thank a, as you. a pastor, yes. and yeah. he'll continue to, yes. to watch over Real Presence Radio. So, folks, we're going to step away uh, for a few minutes. Uh, but at the beginning of the next hour, we're going to give identification, if I could say that word, identification a twist. It's not your driver's license or some other ID, but we're going to talk about some ideas of the new Pentecost. So don't go anywhere. On the other side of the break, it's Real Presence Live on the road. We'll be right back.